peoples of the Worldwide Federated Internet, what's good? So I read a verse today and realized that I may have understood this thing completely wrong, mainly due to how I understood one of the words mentioned in this verse. So I want to read this word for you and I think you will begin to understand or read the definition of this word. And I think you will begin to understand what I mean. The word is fear. Fear, here's the definition, a painful emotion or passion excited by an expectation of evil or the apprehension of impending danger. Fear expresses less apprehension than dread and dread less apprehension than terror and fright. So fear is not necessarily synonymous with terror and dread. And I think the way I understood fear has been incorrect for many years. And I've been using that word colloquially almost in exchange for dread and terror. Now, The thing that really caught my attention in that definition is where it said, or the apprehension of impending danger. It almost gives the connotation like fear warns you. Okay, with that in mind, I want to go to this verse in the book of Proverbs chapter one and verse seven. Let's get into this. All right. Proverbs 1 7 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, here's what's funny. Never did it did it dawn on me to ask myself, well, what does it mean? But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Like, how did we jump from the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge to, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And as I was kind of mulling over this, going back and forth in my brain, I was like, this doesn't seem to make sense. There's, there's something that I'm missing. There's something that I'm, I'm not getting. And the reason was the the definition I had in my mind of fear was actually terror or dread. And as I said, reading that definition, they're not necessarily the same thing, nor are they necessarily interchangeable. So in this context, so here's, it was like a, not, not, not a, a a revelation of sorts, but just an, an eye opening, which I guess is really a revelation, but 
I, I hesitate to use that word because people use that word as though they have some new knowledge that nobody else has. This has always been there. I'm not saying anything new. It's just I wasn't paying attention to what the verse actually says. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So I thought about that. I thought, well, what does the Bible mean? Why would it say that afterward? And I think I get it. I think I actually understand this. So here's the thing, right? Now, going on that definition, what we just read about fear, I'm going to take it to the hood. Anybody who grew up in the hood, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. There's, I always tell people I have what I call the New Yorker spidey sense, right? You could walk in a room and immediately you know when something is wrong. The hairs on the back of your neck raise. You get the sense that something is dangerously wrong. You have two options. When you have that feeling, your first option or one of your option is just go past it and and just do whatever it is you were planning on doing. Your next option is, okay, something is wrong. Let me scour this situation, this room. Let me think about what I'm doing because something isn't right. Something is out of place. And then you might catch it and think, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And and I'll give you an example. Growing up in a hood, right? Me me and my friends, let's say we we walking down a block from one block to the next, going to Pickin Avenue or Liberty Avenue. If if you're from Brooklyn, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, going to Pickin Avenue, you walk down the street. And you just notice the characters on this street have changed. Like something is wrong. And you have two options. You can keep going or you can turn around and go, nah, we going to go another way. We're going to go back the way we came. We're not going to continue. That fear just instructed you that something was wrong and you should turn from whatever it is you're doing from whatever direction you're headed in, because something is wrong. That fear instructed you. That fear warned you of impending danger. How many people have walked up to ATMs late at night and knew something didn't feel right? And they thought, well, I just need money. This will be quick. Instead of just saying, you know what? I don't need the money that bad. I can either wait till the morning or go somewhere else. Go in a store, you know, buy something and get cash. There's a bunch of things I could do. Go with a group of people. Don't go by yourself. Right. And with that in mind, when I look back at this verse, I was like, oh, man, I, I, I think I understand why that the, the, the latter part of that verse is there, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, Applying this in a spiritual sense, we know that God is sovereign. We know this. Those of us who believe the gospel, this is something that we should know. We know that God judges sin. This is something we should know if we profess to be believers. We believe the gospel. Think about every time that you have sin. And I want you to think, what would have happened if in that moment you just stopped to think, you know what? God, I know what you said about sin in general, and I know what you said about this specific sin. Now, if I go beyond that knowledge 
and I and I commit this sin, if I commit myself to doing this, I know that sin will be dealt with. It will be judged. I won't be able to hide this thing. And there's consequences that will come behind this if I don't correct this. And if I don't turn. You have a fear and a reverence for God, understanding that God is there. God is there. In the book of Hebrews, the Bible says it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And I think my problem was when I read this verse, I read fear, but I was thinking dread and terror. And as I said, this is not necessarily the same thing. Fear is that thing that warns you when something is wrong. The fear of the Lord is you understand that God will judge sin. You understand what God says about this specific sin. You, you, you know what will happen if you violate God's word. You understand who God is like this is not this is not this is not your mother. This is not your father. This is the all powerful, all knowing, all everything. God, I do not want to fall into judgment from God. So in that moment, if all of these things go through your brain, that fear has now instructed you that, hey, you need to turn because this is what's going to happen if you pass go. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. When I thought about this, it like it helped me to understand that maybe this idea of abstaining from sin, of fleeing from sin is a lot simpler than I've been making it. And maybe this is the reason that we seem to trip up so much. You ever seen those people who seem to just understand this, just get this when everybody's going to sin. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, let me, I want you to understand that, but there's those people that just, it seems that they avoid these, the egregious things. Like they just seem to walk a straight walk upright before God. And here's another thing I noticed. The fear of the Lord is always attached to hating evil staying away from evil. This is what the Bible says in a book of Proverbs chapter eight and verse 13. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is, so it's about to tell you what the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the forward mouth. Do I hate Proverbs eight thirteen? There's something about the fear of the Lord that's attached to staying away from evil. So what I think is that fear is what warns and instructs, which is why the Bible says right after the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Because that fear warns you that, hey, something is wrong. This is not where you should be. Something is going to happen. And in that moment, you have you have the option in that moment to, oh, yeah, if I do this, this is going to happen. Let me turn around. Let me not let me not do that. Let me not involve myself in this thing. This is not something I considered when I was reading this verse, because I never thought why these two things were connected. And. This is another thing. And I realized this 
I read verses. I was going to say we. I want to point this to me. I read verses all the time. And I think sometimes we we treat our Bible like a Ouija board or magic spells. Like if I say these words, something is going to happen. Now, there is power in God's word. That is there's no doubt that that's true, but I think what we miss is, okay, I've read this verse, but what does this mean? How does this apply? This is where the help comes in. How does this apply? But we just read and memorize these verses thinking that some magic is going to happen without considering, okay, I know what this verse says about this issue. What does it mean? How am I helped here? How does this apply? Because looking at this verse, and thinking about how it actually applies. Oh, if I fear God, I'm going to consider I'm standing before the most high God of heaven and earth. I know what he says about sin. I know what he says about this. I know what happens if you go beyond that. I know God will judge sin. So man, I need to clean my act up and not do X, Y, or Z turn around, go this way. I need to do this instead or do that instead. The fear of the Lord brought you knowledge. You can take that knowledge and apply it wisdom and, and follow this, follow these steps. This is instruction. And this is why it says, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. I have been in that boat. I, 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 I was thinking about this. When I read these verses, I was thinking there's so many times when, so if this, this is a question I'll ask you, if in the moment you were about to sin and, and do something egregious, violate the Bible, right? What would you do different if God was sitting right next to you? Think about that. And then consider this, when you got saved, the Holy Spirit of God now indwells you. Consider this even lost people who can escape God. Where can you go within all of existence and escape God? Nowhere. Whatever you do, you are in the presence of God. When you do it, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty people.